Welcome to the Dietitian Boss Podcast. I'm Libby Rothschild, creator of Dietitian Boss. After almost four years of sitting in my dimly lit windowless clinical office, I had enough. I wanted to feel like my work mattered, so I did something about it. I created a program that empowers dietitians and nutritionists to create their own private practice from scratch following my proprietary system. Before I did this, I had a private practice of my own while working a full-time job, and I learned a lot about building relationships, marketing, and sales, and I'm so excited to be able to share my proprietary framework with you. Social media has become an essential tool for dietitians and for consumers who are looking for nutrition solutions, and it's also accessible for beginners like you, but it can feel overwhelming and you might not know where to start. And I can totally relate with that because when I first started using social media, I wasn't sure what to do, which is why I bought a course and it really helped me get focused. So in today's episode, I'm gonna break down the steps that you need to take to start using social media effectively step-by-step. Firstly, I wanna share that today's podcast episode is sponsored by Practice Better. So if you're a registered dietitian looking to manage your private practice with ease, and I want you to get started with Practice Better on their plan, and they've got a free 14 days. And as an exclusive listener, I can offer you a 20% off discount for your first four months on any paid plan when you use our promo code dietitianboss20 at checkout. When I talk about social media for beginners, my goal is to really make social media accessible. Social media is a tool. It's a digital marketing tool and an opportunity for dietitians like us, like you and me, to become seen and heard and to increase your confidence. And one of the best parts about social media is that it's free. Unlike a website that costs money to host, even though there are low-cost options, Social media is something that you can do, all all you have to do is have an account that you can set up for free. So I love the accessibility of using social media as a dietitian. So the first step I want you to think about today is to determine your goals. Because before you start using any social media platform, let's say Instagram, it's important to, to determine what you want to achieve through the platform. And if you're looking to increase, let's say, brand awareness or get clients or maybe even connect with your customers and clients, it's important to clarify what that goal means and even write it down. Because writing down your goal of how you want to use the platform, right, like Instagram, is a good way for you to make sure that you're making the most use out of your effort. So what that might look like is that you want to post a certain amount of times per week for a certain length of time. So over the next six months, you're going to post twice a week. Every week, you can even pick the days, let's say Monday and Thursday. And you on those days, you also want to spend 10 minutes or 15 minutes engaging with, let's say, similar professionals or people within spaces of nutrition that you enjoy. And that's a good start. If you have a little more time, you could dedicate to engaging for longer. Maybe you might want to post three or four times a week, but if you're feeling intimidated, then you can start with saying, I want to post a couple times a week, every week for the next six months. And that would be a really good way for you to set that goal. And again, it's got to, that goal has to support your overall strategy. So if you, if you say, well, I'm doing this to 
increase exposure or I'm doing this to be a resource for my existing customers so I have a digital presence or maybe you're doing it like most people and like most of our clients and you want to get clients. That's how I first started using Instagram and it worked really well. I mean, I, I used it to be a resource and then I really used it to get clients. Now I use Instagram a lot for brand awareness and our number one platform is actually here at our podcast and also YouTube. Our Instagram is used a lot for brand awareness. And then the second tip is I want you to choose the right platform. Now there's a lot of social media platforms to choose from and this can feel exhausting as a dietitian. It's important to select the ones that are best suited for your goals and even your target audience, right? So if you're working with young kids and maybe you're targeting their parents and their parents are going to be on Facebook or Instagram, but you're going to have to start thinking about where is a good space for you to start. And if you're looking for customers and clients, Facebook and Instagram are going to be fantastic options. And I want you to consider what is an effective social media platform. And using all of them at the same time is the fastest way to burn out. So I'm a big fan of using one platform and having a system that works. And that usually takes six to 12 months before creating a second platform. So you do want to make sure you have success in your first platform, let's say Instagram, before you create a second platform, let's say, you know, Facebook or TikTok or something of that nature. And the third tip is I want you to create a plan. So once you've determined our, your goals and, and your platform, that's time for you to, then it's time for you to create a plan. And that's kind of where I mentioned the plan would be posting a certain amount of times per week, but that's not enough. You don't want to have a strategy, like a checklist of what is it that you're posting when you do post. And I've got a content checklist that's progressive in my Academy membership. And I'll tell you that first part of that content checklist. I have a 101, 201, and 301 content checklist. The 101 content checklist starts with you making sure that you've decided how many times a week you want to post for the next six months and that you're actually being consistent. That's the first point of the checklist. And the second point would be that you're not using clinical language. So you want to make sure that your content is not at a level that people don't understand. And if you remember from your RD exam, that people understand nutrition, I think at a fifth grade level. So that means that in order to reach people that don't have a science degree, you want to make sure you're not using words that they don't get. So you want your marketing to be effective. Running a private practice requires technology. If you want to scale and deliver a standardized experience, you will need to start using software with your private practice. And I want you to have more time to focus on the parts of your practice that fuel you, like helping more people and spending less time on administration work. And that's why I recommend practice better to my clients inside of our academy membership and coaching programs. Practice Better is a complete practice management software for nutrition professionals like you who want to start and scale their private practice without the burnout. Practice Better helps automate your bookings, charting, and invoicing, but it's way more than that. Creating protocols and treatment plans and tracking your client's progress is easier than ever, so your clients can be engaged in every step of their plan and you can provide a high level of care without burning out. Practice Better also integrates with your favorite software so that your client data and recommendations sync securely and seamlessly. 
You can import data and results easily from lab orders, fitness trackers, and even integrate practice better with your email marketing and your marketing funnels. And with their programs feature, which is my personal favorite, you have everything you need to build and run an automated group program or membership so that you can earn passive income. And it's pretty streamlined in one software. If you're a registered dietitian looking to manage your practice with ease, you can get started with any Practice Better plan for free for 14 days. As an exclusive offer for our listeners here at Dietitian Boss, you can get 20% off your first four months on any paid plan when you use the promo code DietitianBoss20 at the checkout. It's time to say goodbye to a patchwork of software and hello to an organized, efficient practice. And then the third piece would be to show emotion. Now that can be through emotionally compelling words or through an emoji or showing your face because let's face it, social media should be relatable. And that's why I like to use a lot of videos of me, my team, and my clients so that you can know that we're faces. You know, this brand is has a lot of faces and that can be relatable for you to know what it's like to become a dietitian boss. The next tip would be to set up your profile. All right, so once you have a plan in place, now you want to set up your social media profile for the particular platform you've chosen. So then you want to pick a profile picture. You don't have to overthink it. You can even take a selfie and that'll work. Try to have a somewhat clear background. And that means you also want to fill out your bio, which you can keep simple. And you might also need a little bit of contact information depending on what platform you're using. And keep it really simple, but you do want to set it up. Then you want to start posting. With your profile set up, it's time to start posting content, right? And that can include everything from photos to videos. I am a big fan of videos and you might know, and I've had a recent podcast episode about short form videos. So that means a vertical video where you have, you're showing your face or you're explaining something. Those are really popular. Of course, you can you know, do a, like a food demo or something where you're using words and not showing your face, but vertical video is really the gold standard right now for content. And that can be reels on Instagram or TikToks. And you wanna be sure to regularly keep your content relevant. So if you've got something planned for a season, a time of year, the summer, make sure that your content is aligned with what's going on in the world, at least you know seasonally. So you don't have to necessarily talk about everything recent, but keep it relevant enough so that people know that you're in touch with your content. You also want to engage with your followers. And this is a step that a lot of dietitians skip and they come to me and say, why isn't my content effective? And I'll ask them, well, how are you engaging on the platforms? And they say, I'm not. I just hope people come to me. And I understand that logic because effective content does allow for people to come to you. But in order for you to create effective content, that process will require you to start engaging with other people and start building relationships online. Remember, social media is a tool and the principles of building relationships still apply whether you're online or in person. So taking that time and effort to meet other practitioners, to talk to people who might be in your demographic and ask them what questions they have around nutrition are gonna be helpful ways for you to start making an impact and start really building up your following and your network. And then finally, the last step would be to measure your success. It's important to measure your success and track your progress. And that's why I'm a big fan of tracking your metrics. And you can keep it super simple. So that might be saves. That can also be shares from your post. 
And of course, if you're able to see insights like website clicks, that can help indicate the amount of people that have used your link in your bio to inquire about, let's say, your services or your sales page to your course. So you want to have an understanding of what posts are getting the most traction so that you can then learn how to recreate your top performing posts. And that process can take a while, which is why I first want you as a beginner to focus on being consistent for six months. And during that six months time, make sure that you're using vulnerability in your post by showing your face and using compelling, emotionally compelling words and that you're not creating content or words or visuals at a level that's above and beyond the comprehension level of the general public in relation to nutritional science. So, you know, social media, it can feel overwhelming as a practitioner. I totally get it. And when you follow my steps, especially the steps for a beginner, you can build your confidence and start building your presence and connecting with people, building meaningful relationships with your peers and potential clients online by engaging with them in a meaningful way. And determining your goals is going to help you keep you on track. And selecting the right platform is important. And then posting content regularly and remember to not forget to measure your success. So you're looking at your analytics to define what's performing best so you can recreate your top performing posts. Now, if you follow these steps, you are likely to see some better traction with your social media efforts. I want you to tag me on Instagram, a dietitian boss, and let me know what tips stood out the most. What is it that you're not doing or what is it that you think you can add to your existing routine to maximize the results in your efforts to get clients and be seen and heard as a dietitian. If you're looking for support to start, grow, and scale your dietitian private practice, I want to invite you to work with me and my team. We have a few different options. Head over to dietitianboss.com and apply to have a conversation with somebody from our sales team to discuss your options for your budget and stage of business. Head over to dietitianboss.com and we look forward to connecting.